This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and now on 100.5 FM as well. I'm Bob Cudmore and we welcome the mayor of Albany, Kathy Sheehan. How you doing, Mayor? I am good. How are you? Okay. Later in the program, Mayor Sheehan will be joined by Sarah Reginelli, president of Capitalize Albany Corporation, to talk about economic development in the city. But right now, constituent questions for the mayor. We have uh, one about dogs, one about parking and I found a question in a letter to the editor about a downtown building they want something done about. For dog licenses, a person writes, I've purchased a dog for our family. Do I have to have her license? Yes, you do have to have a license. There is a municipal law that requires that every dog be licensed. And the reason that we do that is to make sure that every dog has been vaccinated for rabies. It also allows us to have records in the event that you know, a dog is is lost. We have animal control officers, as you know, in the city. So it's very easy to do. You can license your dog by coming to City Hall, to the clerk's office. You have to bring a photo ID. You have to bring a rabies certificate. So bring your dog to the vet first. Make sure you have that rabies certificate. And if the previous owner of this particular person's dog, if it was previously owned, they can get that certificate from the previous owner's vet. But those are really the two things that we need. It's a nominal fee that just covers our costs. Um, and if you're a senior or you have documentation that your dog has been spayed or neutered, um, which is often on the rabies certificate, we also give you a discount. It does sound like a pretty straightforward process, but a lot of people still don't do it. That's right. You know, it's, it is streamlined and it's easy to do, but, you know, it really helps to protect the dog. It helps to ensure that people are licensing their dogs with the city. And again, it's in the city code. Okay. Next question about parking. When do I have to renew my residential parking permit uh, rights of constituent? The permit system that we have, which only covers covers specific neighborhoods runs from February 15th to February 15th. So it, it February 15th of 2016 is when the renewals will start. If you have a permit, now you'll get a notification of renewing that permit. If you want to get a permit, you can come in and get a permit at any time by coming into the clerk's office. If you go on to the albanyny.gov website and look for how do I um, and it's get a parking permit, it has all the information there that you need. Okay. I saw a letter to the editor of the Times Union. A woman from Brunswick was complaining about the central warehouse eyesore. As soon as I saw it, I knew what she was talking about. And this preceded your administration, certainly. But there it sits. I mean, even there was even a big fire there, and it didn't consume the, the warehouses. Is there anything that can be done about that building that is quite visible from 787? Well, I think it's great for everybody to stay tuned for when Sarah Reginelli, who's our economic development guru, and the head of economic development can really address that. We've had lots of really cool ideas that people have had. The city doesn't own that building, by the way. That building is privately owned, and we would love to find a reuse for that building. Been a lot of creative ideas. You know, I have offered out there many times, if you want to come and shoot a movie there, we'll let you come and do it for free as long as at the end of the movie, the building blows up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, very good. That's all you want. On a more serious note, the Medal of Honor of Sergeant Henry Johnson, an African-American hero of World War I, was a long time coming to uh, his uh, descendants, and Sergeant Johnson's medal is now on display in Albany? It is in the Capitol, in the beautiful war room. You know, I think for many of us who live here in the capital region, we don't often take the time to go and take a tour of the capital. But I think there's no better time to 
go and make a point of doing that because there in the war room is the Medal of Honor from our own local hero, Henry Johnson, and it really is very moving. We are working to get the Medal of Honor into City Hall next, Mm. so we'd like to put it on display there, and we're looking at either in January or as part of Black History Month so that residents can come to City Hall and see the Medal of Honor. It's really quite fascinating and inspirational story, not only of courage on the battlefield, but of the courage to speak truth to power when Henry Johnson returned. And the reason that he died really forgotten is because he had the courage to speak out about the mistreatment and the racism that he faced when he returned to this country after serving and after being wounded in battle and not receiving the same treatment that white soldiers received. And because of that, he was really banished and sort of forgotten in history and would have remained forgotten if it weren't for people like John Howe, who is deceased now, but was a Vietnam War veteran who made it his mission to ensure that Henry Johnson received his rightful place in history. Mm. And for example, uh, Henry Johnson was uh, decorated by the French pretty much right away, but not uh, by his own country. That's right. And he had to fight under the French flag as even as an American soldier because the uh, U.S. did not allow blacks to fight in combat. We were more than happy to let them fight in combat under the French flag. So, you know, this is part of our history. It's part of the legacy that we still own to this day. But I hope that young people, particularly in Albany, look at the courage that it took for Henry Johnson to speak out. And I think that we need to uh, continue to tell that story and have this really result in a legacy of good and a legacy of empowerment for particularly young people in our city. And you mentioned that the Medal of Honor is on display at the Capitol in the War Room, and you hope to have it at City Hall. Is there a permanent place that it's going to be, or or is it not uh, known yet? Yes. Henry Johnson was a member of the Harlem Hellfighters, and Mm -hmm. they are rebuilding their facility down in New York City in Harlem, and it is a two-year construction project, but once that project is done, that is where it is anticipated that the Medal of Honor will be permanently housed. If I could turn to some uh, city government issues or one uh, city government issue. Uh, This is the trash fee that uh, we've discussed before that you had uh, proposed uh, in your budget. The latest wrinkle that I saw was that uh, Councilman Michael O'Brien proposes to extend your trash fee at a reduced rate to single-family homes citywide. You had exempted uh, city uh, single-family homes in your initial proposal. Is that a good idea? No, it's really not. And I've, you know, had the opportunity to talk to the council member about this. You know, Mike O'Brien has been a huge advocate of reducing the amount of waste and providing incentives for reducing waste into the city landfill. And so what I have talked to him about is that if you were to spread this out at $53 per household, you're not creating any incentive to reduce the amount of trash. So this is the first step. The fee that we have allocated really reflects our cost. And so by allocating that first to income producing properties, we have multi steps that we're looking to implement that would ultimately reduce the amount of waste that we're getting out of our households. But we need an incentive. A next step in looking at how we deal with our garbage is to say to all homeowners, there's a certain amount of trash that you can put out, but anything over a certain amount of trash, we're going to have to start charging for. We're not ready to do that yet, but that is really what a good policy would be. And I think that Mike O'Brien understands that and agrees with that. We still have to work out the details of the ordinance that's going to be put in place. But I think what we need to do, what the administration needs to do, 
And what we are going to do is to really lay out our multi-year plan to the council so that they Mm -hmm. understand that this is a first step in what needs to be a phased approach to having a rational approach to garbage here in the city of Albany. And right now, your budget with uh, this interim plan has not been uh, voted on yet or not? The budget has not been approved yet. Mm -hmm. It's still in the process of being considered by the council, but the $1.5 million in revenue is in that budget. Okay. And here's something we talked about uh, last week. I just happened to see it in the Rochester paper, which says you've joined a group, I don't know if it actually is a group, uh, called Mayors for Uber, you know, the smartphone uh, car service. Yes. I don't know. Did you even know about that? Absolutely. I am uh, very proud to be a charter member of Mayors for Uber. We need to have more options for people when it comes to this transportation space. The sharing economy is here to stay. Those of us of our generation, Bob, might be a little uh, seen as a little behind the times, but we need to be ahead of the times. If we want to attract young people to our city, young people who are choosing not to buy cars, we have to have transportation options for them. And Uber is here. I think it's here to stay. And for me, it's an economic development initiative to get Uber here because, again, we're looking to attract more people to the city. We're looking to encourage transportation options, and we've got to have Uber as an option on the table. And there is something that was of interest, I think, to younger people, if you will, has uh, vanished from the Albany scene, at least temporarily. Do you have any thoughts on the loss of Metroland? I mean, for years, it's been the the quote-unquote alternative paper, and they also did extensive coverage of arts and entertainment. It really leaves a void, and uh, it's unfortunate, and I think all of us are hopeful that they will be able to resolve their issues and that uh, Metroland in some way, shape or form will continue in the city. I think it's very hard for the print media uh, as, uh, you know, all newspapers are, are experiencing. And so we'd love to see that content somehow continue, whether it's uh, online or in print form. But, you know, I think I I join many in in the region. We look forward to Metroland's point of view. I think they bring an important point of view and perspective to the region. This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590. I'm Bob Cudmore. We're on uh, 590 AM, also 100.5 FM, joined by uh, the mayor of Albany, Kathy Sheehan. And now we welcome Sarah Reginelli. Sarah Reginelli is president of Capitalize Albany Corporation. She also serves on numerous boards for economics, business, housing, heritage, tourism. Prior to becoming president of Capitalize Albany, Sarah Reginelli was principal planner for the city of uh, Albany. Good to have you with us, Sarah. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Capitalize Albany Corporation is the city's economic development arm. It's a nonprofit powered by investors from Albany's community and business leaders. Capitalize Albany works on programs and resources to create, retain, and attract business in the city. Does that sound like a good description, or what's a good description? That's a great description, Bob. You know, we really serve as the group of advisors to the mayor on economic policy and really work hand-in-hand with the city to move economic development strategy forward. I think a piece that is missing out of that description is our phenomenal board of directors that's made up of 16 really dedicated, committed business leaders from across the city. People like Michael Castellana, who chairs the board, people like Nancy Zimfer, who is the chancellor for the state university. Mm -hmm. It's just an amazing group of people who have really committed their time and energy to the city of Albany. We're nearing the end of 2015. What are some of the highlights of development this past year? I think the big headline here is that this has been 
been a year of unprecedented growth in the city of Albany. We've had projects from the Hudson River all the way out to the Pine Bush, going to ribbon cuttings almost daily uh, in Albany. We've had a tremendous amount of investment. I'd like to get to one question because I believe you have a personal interest in this in addition to it being uh, having to do with economic development. Now, across the country, and I gather also in Albany, there has been increased residential development in downtown areas. And I believe you and your uh, family live downtown? We do. My my husband and my young son and I uh, moved to downtown Albany a couple years ago. Uh, we're in a phenomenal apartment uh, right in downtown. We can walk to work, walk to everything that's available there. We have a toddler, so we're a little bit of the outlier. Most of the people moving into downtown are at two ends of the spectrum. There are the millennials coming out of school mm-hmm. looking for a vibrant, interesting, authentic place to live and work. Or they're the empty nesters who are looking for exactly the same thing. They have kicked their millennials out of the nest and are looking to have that interesting, engaging experience again. Where do you see the growth in residential development in downtown Albany? I mean, what specific areas? It's really all throughout downtown. When you hear often about the office vacancy rates in downtown, mm. and those are typically in our older buildings in what we call Class B and C space. So they're a little bit outdated. Uh, they're not totally suited to today's uh, modern office layout. We've been converting those consistently for really almost the past 10 years now, but growing rapidly at this point into market rate residential units and people are flooding into the market wanting to be a part of that downtown momentum. Well, I'm at the far end of that spectrum, not the, you know, the young end, obviously. But, you know, one of the things that's I think concerns people like me and it probably concerns millennials too, is safety. I mean, is it safe to live in a downtown? Absolutely. One of the great things about being in downtown is that there are things going on throughout the week, throughout the weekend uh, and throughout the night. And so We walk around, you know, the amazing thing has been to see the change in downtown, to see people walking their dogs, people pushing strollers throughout downtown. It's always a busy, vibrant, active Mm -hmm. time, and and you're always comfortable. I mean, if people are living downtown, they have different needs, do they not, as opposed to a downtown full of offices that's like, you know, a tidal wave that comes in in the morning and leaves in the the evening, which I think it's still uh, largely the case or partly the case in, in Albany. So can you support both or how's that? going? I mean, you need stores, you need whatever. That has absolutely been a progression. And so the trajectory of downtown really started focusing on bringing people back to Albany to work in downtown, then to arts and entertainment, getting people used to being out after hours and throughout the weekend. And residential has been that next wave to create a critical mass that can draw those retailers, draw those services into the district. And we've been seeing retailers popping up throughout downtown, destination retailers like Angela's Bridal, who they pull their market from all over the Northeast to come in to look at their amazing dresses and really have that experience of shopping in a state capital in a beautiful, um, architecturally distinct downtown. And we've also been seeing our restaurants changing their business plans to focus on the experience, focus on the menu, focus on local fare and interesting, unique items that you can't get elsewhere. Our retailers have really been building an authentic interesting uh, experience that you can really only get in downtown Albany. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Sarah Reginelli, a president of Capitalize Albany Corporation, joining Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan on uh, Talk of the Town. Anything you'd li- like to add to this downtown or any of the things that Sarah and I are talking about? 
It's been great to see the revitalization, particularly of some of the old buildings downtown that people walked by and wondered what would happen to them. And they're really being brought back literally to life by creating residences and new homes. And so we are seeing tremendous activity and the, you know, all signals point to more and more of that. And we know that there are services that people are looking for. We know that there are amenities that attract people downtown and, you know, kind of brings me back. Back to the Uber issue, we need to have multiple options for people when they're living downtown because, quite frankly, a lot of people move to a downtown because they want to have either no car or one fewer car. And so we have to make sure that we're really laser focused on the amenities that we need to have to continue this momentum. Joining Mayor Sheehan on Talk of the Town this week is Sarah Reginelli, president of Capitalize Albany Corporation. Sarah, something came up during the question period for the mayor about this uh, building, this former central warehouse, can be seen easily from 787. Letter writer, the TU called it an eyesore. I gather something's going on with that. The letter writer was was nice in calling it just an eyesore. That that building is is a notorious blight on the city's skyline. Uh, unfortunately, it is incredibly solidly built and it's difficult to repurpose. And so over the years, we have attempted grant applications. Uh, we've worked with numerous developers to look at it. And as the mayor, I think, mentioned in her segment earlier, we have had numerous very interesting creative proposals for the building, everything from projecting art onto the outside through video projection to an art museum to even raffling off the rights to to push the button to implode Blow it, it up, yeah. <laughs> which which would probably be a pretty uh, successful endeavor uh, because I think everybody in the region knows that building and so our sites are set on it the state sites are set on it and when you look at the recently released capital 2020 plan uh, in response to Governor Cuomo's upstate revitalization initiative effort, there uh, there is talk about being able to target that building and roll it into a larger redevelopment. You know, it's the kind of thing that it was built for a different time, and it is going to take a public-private partnership to really get that done. And so we think that it is a great site. I completely agree with, you know, Governor Cuomo's mantra of don't tell me that, you know, if you build it, they will come. That's not what we've proposed, but we do have some real interest in that site. And so if we can find an opportunity to create jobs, I think it would be a great investment of public dollars to remove that blight so that we can move forward and create those jobs. So there are a number of opportunities. And again, you know, the big Hollywood, you know, action movie is uh, <laughs> is, is always there in the background. One uh, issue I know, I'm, I live in the kind of the orbit of Schenectady, just outside of Schenectady, and they've done a lot in their downtown development. And you frequently hear the criticism, though, in Schenectady that not enough is done out in the neighborhoods. What about if we've been talking pretty much exclusively about downtown? I mean, are there other development projects outside of downtown? Absolutely. Uh at Capitalize Albany, our focus is citywide, as is the mayor's. And we have now reached the point where in our neighborhoods, based on the city's neighborhood reinvestment plans, $1 billion has been invested back into our neighborhoods, focusing on anchor projects, looking at anchor investors, places like in Park South with Albany Medical Center being that core anchor institution and really driving growth there. Uh, we're seeing more than 200 new units in that neighborhood. It's a $110 million investment. In the South End, we have 250 new units in the historic Pastures Mansions neighborhoods going in. In Sheridan Hollow, we have really a, a recreation of that historic neighborhood, bringing people back into to the hollow 
in Arbor Hill and West Hill, we've got the Livingston School underway and open now as a beautiful new living complex for seniors. We're working throughout the city, and it's pretty amazing to see that the momentum is not just in one single area. It is widespread, and that's not even to mention SUNY Poly and the amazing growth that they're having out at the western edge of the city and the spinoff that's happening from that incredible engine. And SUNY Poly, I mean, for those that are, who are maybe just drive through Albany, I mean, that's a big, uh, it's a high-tech college. College place, right? It is, yeah. and you may have heard it previously as the College of Nanoscale Science yeah. and Engineering. That endeavor really has been leading not just the state but the nation in terms of a creative way for the public-private sectors to partner mm-hmm. together for research in the nanotechnology sphere. Uh, we are elevated to a global scale because that university is in the city of Albany and in this region. And, you know, that's the other real opportunity for that college is attracting the employees to live in the city of Albany. It has to be a partnership. We are a residential city. We are a city of neighborhoods. We have phenomenal neighborhoods. We've seen tremendous revitalization along Delaware Ave and where the Spectrum Theater is and with great restaurants and the housing stock there. And the city is looking to um, ensure that we're investing equitably in these neighborhoods as well. So we made a pretty significant investment in Lincoln Park to make it more accessible. People couldn't get into the mm-hmm. park if they, you know, had any sort of, you know, even if they were just not sure-footed. So, you know, we're looking at parks, at infrastructure, Quail Street, all kinds of investments that we're making to focus on our neighborhoods as we build our downtown. Well, Mayor Sheehan, uh, Sarah Reginelli, thank you very much for joining us on Talk of the Town today. Sarah Reginelli, president of Capitalize Albany Corporation, and Kathy Sheehan is mayor of the city of Albany. I'm Bob Cudmore. If you have a question for the mayor, you can send it to Ask Kathy with a K at albanyny.gov. Ask Kathy with a K at albanyny.gov. Talk of the town on Magic 590 AM, now also heard on 100.590 on your radio. AlbanyMagic.com on your digital devices. And now available on 100.5 FM. W-R-O-W. Albany.